Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast, where the club remains in lockdown. However, there is uh, plenty of news, rumour and speculation spread across all of the media. So uh, let's just jump straight in and have a look at what's been reported over the last few days. A bit of news on Kylian Mbappe. It's been reported that he has been advised by his father and his agent to spend the next season with PSG, taking in next summer's European Championships before moving on. PSG still intent on pressing ahead to try and get him to sign a new improved contract, which would put him on a par with Neymar. Now, former Real Madrid coach Fabio Capello has appeared in interview. He's based in Lugano these days. He was asked how a coach manages in a time like this. He said, you only hope that your players remain fully professional. They take care of themselves and basically don't get fat. Hopefully they eat like they do when they are training. Now, what about his views on Madrid and the squad? He said, listen, you really need leaders out there on the field. You've got to have a benchmark, somebody who transmits this ultimate desire to win. He said, I had Raul, Hierro, Redondo. They always had it. Uh, what about Rodrigo, Brahim, Vinicius, Odegaard, Kubo, Renier, all of these new young players, of course, uh, Real Madrid have signed. He said, well, you're just waiting, he said. In my uh, second spell, they signed Marcelo, Gago and Higuain. In the December of that season, the president came to me and said, why didn't you play them, Fabio? And I turned to him and said, because they are kids, you have to wait. They are the future. They will make history later. If you sign all of these young players, you must go little by little and take care of them. You cannot give them too much responsibility at this early stage of their careers. Uh, Stocking up on defenders is another summer priority. 23-year-old Unai Nunez is high on the list. Uh, he's been interesting Pep Guardiola as well at Manchester City. He's had a very consistent season again, which earned him a call-up for the Spanish national team last September. Now, his release clause sits at just $30 million, which in this market looks something of a bargain. And another who has looked impressive at times this season is Sergio Reguilon, of course, who teamed up again with Lopetegui back in Sevilla this season. He, though, like Hakimi has said openly, that he will only consider a return to Real Madrid if it is to play and not to sit on the bench. Now, staying on the fight for a place next season with five non-EU players and only three allowed, who will stay and who will go? The players, Militao, Vinicius, Rodrigo, Reynier and Kubo, remember. Uh, Militao, if he doesn't go to Spurs, would be considered essential in the squad as uh, defenders are in short supply at the moment. Uh, Vinicius now pretty much a full-time first-team player, first-team squad player. So it looks as if it is down to Rodrigo, Reynier and Kubo. And there is only going to be one out of those three that will stay. It's going to be a very difficult decision, this, for Zidane to make. Over in Italy, Fabian Ruiz, the agent, has been talking about his future. He said there are big clubs who have asked about him, and we have informed Naples. As for the fee, there has been talk of 80 million euros, but that is all hypothetical at the moment. She went on to add Alvaro Torres, though, is another who could land at Madrid. Who knows, he said. He will be one of the best players in his position in the coming years. 
Luka Jovic will be offered to Tottenham Hotspur this summer as potentially part of a deal to lure Harry Kane. A lot depended on valuation here. It's unlikely Spurs will see €50 million Euro or pounds in him. A player who, let's remember, was let go for pretty much £5 million there or thereabouts by Benfica a couple of years ago. He had a season and a half with Frankfurt where he managed that uh, 25 goals in 54 games. The step up, though, to La Liga has proved difficult with just two goals scored this season. With Spurs desperate for forward players, it's difficult to see how further weakening themselves by selling Kane to buy an unproven forward would be seen as a good move. As an addition, though, to Kane and Son, well, that's something else. And there is, of course, always the future of Militao to take in here as well. He is also a Spurs target for this summer. Now, plenty of reports about Zidane's future doing the rounds with the consensus view that he will be in charge next season, whenever that may start. There had been a growing feeling amongst the media that Zidane himself was tiring of the club and was eyeing a potential return to Turin or possibly to the national team when and if Deschamps did move on. Uh, Most of this was all speculation. Of course, nothing of this was emanating from the club where Zidane and the president, Florentino Perez, still have what is considered a very good working relationship. Agent Mino Raiola has been highly visible across the medias this week after his claims that this summer I want to take a great player to Real Madrid. This has uh, sent everybody into overdrive as they guess just who it is. Uh, first up, of course, Paul Pogba. Raiola continues that Paul is going through a difficult time but he is hoping to be back to help Manchester United qualify for Champions League next season. Now, with a contract up in 2021, he looks like the player that Raiola is trying to manoeuvre in, as opposed to Erling Haaland, who is only months into his Dortmund career. Raiola's relationship with Real Madrid, which had been fractious to say the least, uh, but he says all that is in the past, and his relationship is now, quote, very good. This, though, still a long way off being a done deal, despite, of course, we know that Zidane, being a huge fan, would love nothing more than to see the player wearing the white shirt of Madrid. But United do want back what they paid for the player, which is 100 plus million. And of course, let's not forget, there is Donny van der Beek as well, still on the agenda. Uh, they still have Valverde and Odegaard, plus a chairman who has never been a significant fan of the player. And then, of course, there is the big question of how do you actually accommodate him in the squad? Uh, trust in Valverde and his growing importance this season has been clearly evident if you look at these statistics. And he is considered by some to be the future, as opposed to Pogba. Uh, Madrid have lost just two of the 23 games that he started as opposed to four of the 16 when he didn't, when he came on from the bench. Uh, And with him, the team score more goals as well. Uh, They've averaged uh, 2.21 goals per game, as opposed to 1.31 when he doesn't play. And believe it or not as well, and this might surprise a few, he is actually the quickest player at the club, clocking 35.1 kilometres per hour. That is uh, quite a way ahead of the next player, who is Vinicius on 34.6. 
Uh, good news to report on Eden Hazard, who is continuing his recovery at home. He's now had the stitches removed from the ankle, which was operated on earlier this month in Dallas. Steve McManaman has been quoted quite heavily in the Spanish media about comments he made on some of Madrid's various targets. Uh, on Paul Pogba, he said that he hasn't played enough this season uh, for teams like Real Madrid to be really interested in signing him. On Erling Haaland, he offered a little bit of advice. He said it's too early for him to leave Dortmund. He should wait and play 200 games plus Champions League. It would be premature if he leaves now. You saw what happened to Luka Jovic. He doesn't need that level of pressure at this stage in his career. And on Sadio Mane, he simply said, I see no chance that he will leave Liverpool. Uh, in Germany, there are still stories linking David Alaba with a move to Real Madrid as a possible replacement for Marcelo, who it said is weighing up some of the offers for him, notably from PSG. Another of those, though, uh, difficult to see happening. You've only got to look at who's there, Mondi, uh, Vinicius and Eden Hazard. Uh, it be difficult, again, to see where they would actually accommodate another player like him. Uh, especially when you consider the fee that Bayern Munich will be looking for, which is in the region of 45 million euro. And finally today, we mentioned Zidane's book in the last show. Well, it's being serialised in Vanity Fair, where he made the front cover of this month's edition. Uh, who has been the most influential person in his professional life? Well, that's an easy question to answer. Without Veronique, his wife Zidane would never have been Zidane. The book then is out in Spain in mid-April as well as around the rest of Europe. And that just about wraps it up then for today. Don't forget you can catch up with all of the news of the season so far via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com or via iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor FM and all of the major platforms. I'll be back early next week with a roundup of what's been going on until then, from me, Tim Capel, bye-bye for now.